0: Hi, my name is Sam and I'm one of the RAs at the Research Hub. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Research and Focus podcast. Uh, Today I'll be interviewing Dr. Hisun Bai who this past spring delivered a session on soil soul society regeneration from the vital core at UBC. In this episode we're going to interview Dr. Bai and discuss some of the concepts covered in her seminar including a proposal that all teachers should take what is akin to a Hippocratic Oath and cultivating a contemplative practice. Thank you, Dr. Bai, for agreeing to be interviewed for this podcast. I had an opportunity to watch your seminar, uh, and for the audience, a link has been provided to a full video recording of the actual seminar um, in the description. One of the things I really noticed, Dr. Bai, was uh, this concept uh, that you speak of as a first order of responsibility of educators, something you, you called uh, akin to an Hippocratic Oath, which is to regenerate, nourish not maim, starve, or numb this core in ourselves and everyone who we meet and teach. i wonder if you can say more about this.
1: Was saying that we teach who we are. So that's uh, the whole notion of how being is the, uh, is the teaching. And uh, my husband added, and that's the problem. If who we are is full of a, uh, ignorance, you know, unawareness, let's say, I don't mean ignorance in terms of knowing your facts, but that a degree of uh, self-awareness, self-understanding, self-knowledge is missing, then um, whatever problems that, that we have as a person will come out as a problem. So I've been working with that notion very centrally in all my teaching. And so in you know, addressing a, uh, students who are teachers, say in my grad programs, or Students who are going to be, and I say, self-reflection, self, self-awareness, self-reflection, and self-knowledge, self-cultivation is the most important part of being a teacher, because you cannot help teaching who we are, who you are, and if you're, you are full of self-contradiction, you know, all sorts of things that you are suffering from, you know, and and you are not dealing with it in whatever way then it's just going to come out and spill out into the students. That happens all the time, all the time. And I've heard students say, yeah, you know, after understanding that, and then, you know, constantly aware what's coming out of their mouth, and how they are carrying themselves, how they act towards students and so on, and they catch themselves. So already years ago, one student was say teacher. She said, um... There was a student that she had, uh, and she was always very um, annoyed by because he was often late and, and, and late in submitting assignments and so on. And the, uh, one time uh, she, uh, she found herself, literally, standing over him because he was, you know, trying to find the, uh, whatever assignment he had in his bag standing over him and yelling at him, demanding he finds it. And then she caught herself, and she said, oh, that was my so-and-so mom or father or teacher, you know. She saw herself, right, enacting, literally just enacting. This is a transmission, unconsciously. So wow. that's a very precious moment of a, um, self-understanding, and that's what will, what will stop her from, from enacting this harm. But a lot of teachers, again, don't know that this is not like a teacher bashing because we are all liable to that, and our teacher education program is not sufficient to uh, be <laughs> emphasizing this self-awareness and self cultivation
0: That's fascinating because the implications of that is the interaction with the student can become a curriculum also for the teacher, to, for, self, for self-examination, self-knowledge.
1: Absolutely, yes. That's the uh, living curriculum. I think explain in such a way that it doesn't stimulate their defensiveness, so-called defensiveness. They might relate to that right away. Mm. It's not hard to see. So uh, when I lecture large undergrad intro to philosophy for the past two semesters, I give just very simple examples like well, if you're upset and you're angry, and chances are it, it'll come out in a certain way. Come home and kick the dog. We're not going to kick out. Professors, it is like people sense of power position is show their emotions tends to get dumped down onto the uh, people underlings. Mm-hmm. So teachers do that to, to students, parents do that to to children, bosses do that to their to their subordinates. And it goes on. It's like a pecking order kind of thing. So the vicious if, cycle. <laughs> yes. So if they can't yeah, uh, handle their emotions, so emotion gets triggered, you know, right? Someone. Hurts you, and you are hurt. What do you do with that? Mm. The anger and and, the, and and it's just it is one one emotional naming But imagine uh, your life filled with a sense of unfulfillment, unlived yeah. life, resentment. You name it, because it, it, it's a thick. You know that's that's what this this is almost like a function of
0: mm-hmm. living in
1: this civilization that mm-hmm. is so repressive, oppressive, exploitative. So people have all that, all that. It's just a, it's a matter of seeing how it, how it gets to be uh, um, dealt with, you know, suppressed into into their own psyche. In which case, a lot of that that kind of a suppression and, um, comes out as body symptoms. It's going to come out somewhere somehow, and it's a job of you know. Therapist, especially in the psychoanalytic tradition, you know, you hear stories and stories, and we decide to uncover. You know, it's very complex, but it's incredible. We can trace a lot of these things, and it comes out as a it sounds like a complaint all the time. You know, and also, same breath, they say they love teaching, they love students, otherwise they won't be there, I guess. But at the same time, the way they talk about their students, you know. Problems. So the problem is located in the students, and then our medical system is set up such a way that that then the pro- student with the problem is then singled out and given a treatment, whatever that is.
0: And kind of um, what you're proposing is to look at this in a holistic, broader, broader sense. Totally. This, in terms of a lack of better word, solution or like an alternative path, is is what?
1: Is a, <laughs> yes. All of us waking up, waking up and and when we wake up I think we we'll all grieve just profoundly. Mm-hmm. It's like I appreciate the, the kind of the effort everybody's making, you know, whether it's for environmental causes, whether it's social causes, you know, whether it's equity and environmental justice you name it. You know. I am totally sympathetic and I'll throw myself in there too. Stepping back, I see that Pursuing it in, in this in a sort of segmented way is not going to help we need really a holistic understanding of how everything is working together and in terms of and this is very paradoxical way of saying too you no, know, the problems that we are identifying everywhere with the human beings and you know, communities and, and individual beings and that psychotherapists psychotherapist or whatever and, and uh, you know, climates and all, all the and economic system, all those are actually perfect manifestations of what's been going on. So it's not like, a, it's not like a, there's been any mistake. You know, it's like if you you know add two and two, then you get four. So whatever problems we identify, they are the end result of all that's been going on. And we've had a massive, massive hand in this call. This is the age of Anthropocene.
0: The title of your presentation was Soil, Soul Society, and Regeneration from the Vital Core. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you mean by soil and how this relates to cultivating an internal soil of our soul?
1: Having tied all those three together and their interconnectedness, I think befriending soil is very important today. I think we should literally stick our hand and feet into soil. Maybe the you know the yoga pose of a, a shavasana, lying down, the corpse position. We we need to have soil over our body and practice something of that kind. To me, something like that. I know people laugh, but that addresses soil, soul, and society. Um, Connection there, and while we are doing that, open ourselves to that experience. So there, there is this fantastic line from Goethe, you know, the German. Yes, where he says, contemplation of objects doesn't matter what you know, human beings, flowers, plants, and all that, they will open your senses in such a way that your organs of perception will be changed. So you will, it's almost like gaining new eyes to yeah. see the world differently. And I so hopeful, and that, that to me is ultimate hope for us, that beings of the world, you know, whether it's a soil or rocks or something, will be able to change our perception. So we'll see the world differently. But we have to... But it's not like a, it, can, it can be achieved just by you know digging the soil and laughing. It's We have to give them the a chance to... To uh, change us, and that's a, that's the most difficult uh,
0: part of our discipline. There's the triple regime you talk about, and you contrast that against uh, you know interdependence, interpenetration, and impermanence. Mm-hmm. I I'm wonder if you can like these, these are very big topics because I mean like you you mentioned that the the original source come from Buddhism, but can you say a little bit more about those three?
1: Yes. Well. Okay. <laughs> yes. Those. Those are. Those are um, cardinal principles in Buddhist uh, philosophy, really. So the in, in Buddhism we say that the uh, phenomenal world, you know, what distinguishes phenomenal world from any other, you know, what they are, but you know, phenomenal world is distinguished by impermanence, and impermanence is, is synonymous with the uh, everything uh, being interconnected, because if something is permanent. And then it's it the, um, it doesn't blend with anything else. That is to say, you know, we can use fancy word like a substance. You know, like a Descartes, Descartes to define a substance as that which exists independently of anything else. So it has its own identity, and it's basically it's an atomistic view a worldview. Of course, we know that today atom is not what atom meant to be. right? But that atomistic worldview. So there's a substance and it exists as a self existence. So it is permanent. Because so nothing can change it. It's unchanging. So permanence is unchangingness. It's only possible if uh, yeah, if there's no interdependence and, and that kind of a, you know mixing and interpenetration and not just, you know, accidentally bumping into each other. But really just there's no, no uh, substance there's Everything is totally intermixing.
0: I, I learned a new word reading your paper on. Uh, is, it, is it pronounced reification? Yeah, reification. Uh, yeah, yeah. So when, it, when when you're talking about knowledge acquisition and 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 reification, and I'm, I'm just to find out a little bit more around because I think I un- I understood what that meant, but I'm curious if you if I could hear that a little bit more from you. Uh,
1: yes. You know, I think I gave an example of my saying you know my cup a cup you know just say a cup. Then, then it defines what it is, and there's a sense that this is an again, you know, independent yeah, item. Whereas, whether you use quantum mechanics, a Buddhist yeah, uh, ontology, or psychedelics or whatever, you know, if you're to get into that headspace, that consciousness, you you don't see it as independent. There's nothing independent about this. They actually um, sort of cognitive being thinking about. Um, how this came about, and this is how Krishna and the, the, uh, the Vietnamese say, um, and Zen master will say, you say, know, if, if you contemplate on this deeply, you will see its composition coming from the earth and all the, you know, it, it just dissolves into this being, this moment, dissolves into, into the whole existential world, right? So it is not uh, independent and self-existing. But by treating that way, and language has a uh, role to play in this, and that's why we call it reification. By naming, an seemingly like you know, isolated you know object amongst other objects, we make it a separate thing. And our brain is designed to process that extremely fast, and, and it is a good thing, you know. As we say, you know, if tiger is chasing after you mm-hmm. through the uh, <laughs> infinite you know, work of the, the web of connection. you got to get the hell out of there, right? So tiger, that's a tiger. That's not tiger, you know, non-tiger, tiger, right? But that's the problem space that we, we are all operating. And to the extent, and I'll just come back to the schooling, to the extent schooling and our economic system and social infrastructure that support all this, uh, in the main, operates as a survival uh, pressure, and us, we're constantly going to be there, constantly, you know, right? Great, you know, you know test, you know, and, and uh, yeah, it's just firing down here and, and we, are, we are right there, you know. How do I, how do I survive?
0: Another thing that you talk a lot about in your seminar is uh, contemplative practice. And knowing how busy you are, I'm kind of curious as to uh, whether you have thoughts around how to develop a contemplative practice or what is a contemplative practice?
1: I think more in terms of what am I experiencing? So the, the quality of contemplative consciousness, you know, whether I'm speaking and so on. So paying attention, right? Mm-hmm. So like, do I hear? No. I, th- I think that might be a good question to ask. What am I hearing? Is my quality of consciousness in the moment such that you know, however busy I am or whatever, you know, is the world speaking to me?
0: We've reached the end of the time for this podcast, I just want to thank Dr. Bai for taking the time to participate in this interview, and I also recommend to the audience to click on the link that's been provided to be able to access the full seminar that Dr. Bai delivered at UBC this past spring.